Hello and welcome to another episode of Critically Absurd TV on air. This is episode three, and you are joined by CJ, Eric, Ben, myself, and we have a unspoken guest. It's Jordan. Jordan. We don't have enough mics. Jordan's not, <laughs> Jordan's not Actually, he, he ought to stay out. But I'm taking a vow of silence. Whoops. Oh, there you hear him. And Wait, we have so a Jordan's of actually here? You guys see him? No. Yeah, it's like we just yeah. It's a reverse hallucination. Everybody can see him, but Ben. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, hold on now. All right. So, anyways, we got a couple things to talk about. Uh, we got you know some more Ben stuff. Smite, and he has something else. That he just hasn't told me yet, and he's smiling. It kind of makes me worried. Ah, it's butt uh, stuff. CJ it's has butt a bunch stuff. of it's weird butt stuff. It, it probably a is. It, it probably is. Uh, CJ has a bunch of cool stuff to talk about. I can draw. And then we're going to talk on some points on what we'll be doing at HerdCon. Which, by the time you hear this, will be this Saturday. If that makes that sense. may also be weird butt stuff. And uh, I don't think we'll be doing butt stuff at Hercon. At least I won't. <laughs> you don't know what I got planned for. <laughs> CJ! <laughs> I can't be contained. He's about to be grounded. Anyways, Ben, you're looking at me with concern. Why are you smiling? He's so concerned about the weird butt stuff ready. that's going to be happening. First of all, this one goes out to Maui. Uh, you know, the reason my KDA is not as good as Paul's is because I've literally played, played 3,000 more matches than him of, of Smite. So, like, you know, there's that. And I'm they're almost the same. Uh, and I've played twice as much on any of his gods that he's got any slightly better KD on me. So, you know, he can eat it. Uh, and also, I taught Paul, so I caught a lot of the deaths keeping him alive. There's that, too. Uh, you know, just since you want to take shots. You also <clears> taught me Stronghold, too. Dude, I made that mistake. <laughs> I I, ta I put him through a tutorial one time in an hour, right? Mind you, I played Stronghold 2 like it was a religion. Yeah. To the point that they named me. Like, I was playing against German players so much that they nicknamed me what roughly translates to the Hammer of Heaven. So, like, not a joke, dead serious. I still use the handle sometimes. But, like, I, I 4v1'd them. Like, I, I 1v4'd these players whose life was this game. Okay? And the, I can't believe I won it, but I did. And in that game, there's no handicap. Okay? You just are going against four people at the beginning. It wasn't supposed to be that way. It was a 4v4 where my whole team quit as soon as the game started. And they offered me surrender. They're like, yo, you know, just, let's just quit. There's no reason to. And I was like, nah, let's do this, son. We're here and now. We're here, you know? So I started, like, as they left, they got wiped out. And as they got wiped out, the enemies would take over their territory. I'd go in and take over their territories. And that gave me more space because I was just stomping these fools. And, like, they were great. Don't get me wrong. But the bridge in the middle was too much. Anyways, I, I got to the point where I was able to 1v4 people, right? So I could fight all these people. I had these strats that you know, I developed by watching the people. I'm like, 4,000 hours of Stronghold 2. I teach Eric in one hour. I'm like, oh, yeah, here, play. He plays one hour of Stronghold 2 with me. One, right? And he absolutely stomp face rolled me the next match. And I mean, like, he was in my granary in the first 10 seconds. And I was like, yep. I play Kriegs. Like, I play Peasant Wars, where the whole game is build 30 peasants and rush the freaking, like, granary. I couldn't keep a wall up. When I went to attack him, right, because he, he didn't actually take the granary right there. But, like, when I went to attack him, his 
walls were like thick stone walls in a turtle formation where I taught him to do this. Like, what you do is like you build the like stone little like catacombs, right? So there's walls between each of your buildings. And he took that to another level and he like triple layered his walls. And so he just spent all of his money and resources for defense early on. And when I got there, there was just an army of archers just shooting down from an impenetrable wall. And I throw a catapult at him and he's just like six engineers come up, lay bricks, and then it's just rebuilt. I'm like, I'm done. I'm going to lose. I can't beat him. And while I'm toying around with his walls, an army of assassins scales my back wall and slaughters my king. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Who's that? Eric! me. <laughs> like, that was Eric? Yes! Oh, and I was impressive. like, and, and here's the thing, like, I taught him each of these strategies one at a time in a, an hour long, or across like an hour or two, you know, thing. And he was like, okay, and most people, I've taught like four or five people how to play the game, so like most people, it takes them a few hundred hours to get good at it. Not Eric. One tutorial, and he was like, yo, dog, hard mode. I forget <laughs> who else I played, but... I decided to go to take your peasant route, right? Yeah. And I lagged the game with how many peasants I sieged this poor fucker. <laughs> it was bad. Eric, was it I'm Nick? S- I'm so proud. Yeah. Was it Nick? I think it might have been. I'm not sure. Yeah, no, I just... There were a lot of people that I got him just I, Yeah, I don't know, right, but... I it's been know. re-released on Steam, by the way. The originals? Yeah. I knew the first one was. Oh, that's dope. I'm in. Um, but I don't know... What kind of person thought they had the balls to march their king right across the field? Yeah. To me. And I talked a couple people into doing that, and then I hit them with fire cards. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I'm like, I don't know why you thought I was going to fight you 1v1, but I wasn't. <laughs> Trick Nick into that. That's how <laughs> it turns out, because he thought he was invincible. I couldn't oh, no. target him due to some glitchy stuff. That's a story I think I might have told already. Um... But he, I couldn't target him at all, so I was like, alright, screw it, I'll walk my lord out there, we'll 1v1, and hopefully he'll fight me because my archer will target So, I walk my lord up to the gates, and then and he, he, I wait, he waits. Okay, so he waits. to the mic, man. Uh, I am. So he waits until I have my lord out there in front of the gates, and then I quickly pull him back, pull a sally, like, port down, march my fire carts out at him real fast while he doesn't have a chance to see it. And then burn his whole army and his lord to death instantly. And he was like, that was cheap. And I was like, you couldn't be targeted. I had to do something. <laughs> I was like, you were literally, literally cheating. And you're telling me that I'm the one who took a cheap shot? Come on. <laughs> like, come on now. I beat the dude who couldn't be hurt. That's, you know, how did I do it? I killed him with fire. Strats. <laughs> Anyways, so what I wanted to talk about. Oh, geez. Okay. Was, I got a question for the viewers, and I'm going to put you on blast here, and it, some of you, and blow your minds. Well, how that, do you pronounce Lich? Is that question, why aren't you playing Smite? Like, no. But L-I-C-H, the undead monstrosity of D&D fame and infamy. Find us at HerdCon and tell us without context or warning. Just walk up right, and like, scream it at us. Yeah, be like, it's Lich, or it's Lick, and it's like, it's not Lick. By the way, <laughs> if you say lit, that, you're wrong. And, and like, for instance, how do you said, pronounce the word? Lich. And CJ? Lich. Lich. But is, is it a German word? Jordan? Lich. It is, I believe it's Scandinavian. Oh, okay, well. So, if so, it's German, then. Uh, as a quick aside, uh, GameStop today, they had a Mind Flare pop. I thought that was pretty cool. That is cool. Yeah. Uh, so, where did I, where did I, I haven't been to that one since right, Smash But release. as it turns out, right, there's some irony in this. Because it's a 
harsh divide in the gaming community on how to pronounce this word. And it's like a hill people dial. All right. It's where they stand and fight their nerdy battles for the rest of their lives. They will. It is an odd one, it's but they the, will yeah. fight. It's another GIF versus Jeff situation. It, it's GIF and get over it. The creator is wrong. The creator is wrong. Exactly. <laughs> Sometimes this can happen. And this is one of those situations. All right. So um, the, the thing is, it is hilariously, this has been termed Lichgate. Right, and the term that, that we sounds take, like a really awesome campaign name. Honestly. Right, well, the term that we <laughs> yeah. take Lich from is actually Lichgate, which is the like uh, the term for a corpse burying ritual. Right, it's like a funeral uh, for I believe it's Welsh, a Welsh word, and um, we take Lich from that word. It means corpse. Right, and, it reminds me like a. Uh, last time Jordan uh, was over, the, give me that. Stop touching. Watching stuff. random videos. And we learned a fact. <laughs> we learned a fact about a uh, uh, what's a Madagascar when people end up doing dead corpses. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And so uh, apparently they dig their parents and family members up for oh. being dead like every seven years or something like that. I don't know. I, I don't Super know, weird. I don't know what the rate is, but it, 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 there's like a ritual where they will um, they'll dance with they'll dress up and dance with the remains of their relatives. I think it's really interesting because it, to me it seems kind of like a reverse wake of sorts. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like a, I feel it's like a form of that. I version. remember reading um, there was this tribe, like this really like small you know, native culture in Brazil, around that area, somewhere in South America, mm-hmm. uh, that due to their religious beliefs, they believed that there was no link between pregnancy and sex. That when a, ba- when a woman got pregnant, it was because the spirits decided to give their own child, and it took the essence of the father and combined with her essence and made a baby. It had nothing to do with sex. And uh, no matter what you told them, they're like, nah, that's not right, dog. And their whole culture was just getting drunk and having orgies every night. Yeah. Well, it sounds like a party. The, and, then, was, and then babies just show up. Yeah. Those, no, those babies show up. Babies show up when the spirits decide you're ready to have a baby. And they take your a romantic interest's essence and combine it with yours, and you have a baby. Usually, give or take nine months from from a criminal. And it, if it was a woman <laughs> who didn't have like a partner, didn't have a husband or a boyfriend or whatever, then it was one of her ancestors being reincarnated. Sure. Yeah. Um, and there was no sense of sexuality. Everyone just slept with everybody, got real drunk, and just everyone banged everybody, and that's their entire culture. Like a clinical effect. Yeah, I get that. I don't think it was clinical. I think that it was just like, wow, this feels really good, and I like being drunk. Let's do this That's forever. True. That's true. But we need to find a reason, so then they have a reason. <laughs> All right, so anyways, so Litchgate is a thing, and it comes from Litchgate. I yes, thought that was interesting. Things. And uh, so, you know, just that. You're wrong if you pronounce it as Lick. It is the first boss in Final Fantasy, the first one, and uh, – well, the first – Crystal Boss, and you've been wrong all this time if you thought it was Lick. So, you know, just uh, suffer. And, and we're ashamed of you. What brought this to what brought this I mean, about was I was watching Lost Girl, so I slapped that. But I was watching Lost Girl and um I can't not slap the mic. Uh, at least once. At least once. So anyways, I was watching Lost Girl and one of the episodes has a lich and they mispronounce it the whole episode long and I like skin crawling. Are you talking about lich. like the, the symbiote kind of thing? Yeah. Like the the feeling you get when yes. you hear something. Oh, yeah. Yes. That's the worst. Yes. It's the same. It's, it is exactly the same. But here's the thing. They changed that, right? In Lost Girl, 
it is literally still lick, and it is lick okay. forever. And out, they mention it later and still mispronounce it. I want to point out for our uh, dear treasured listeners, this, he saw this episode like three weeks ago, and we're still upset about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, kind of. I It came up last night, and that's the reason why it's on my mind. But yeah. It's come up more than last night. Yeah, I get that, but I'm saying like the reason it's no, on my mind right, right now is... It's, it's stupid. Yeah. Um, I, I haven't yeah. been present for anything. Any of this, and I've always heard it pronounced. If you want to talk to Ben, you got to do it on Xbox Live. Yeah, exactly. But you can do it at any time if you want to talk to me at all. It's like four hours when his uh, his girlfriend is home and awake. Yes. Other than that, he's on Xbox. Correct. Even if I'm asleep, you can just pop in a party and listen to me snore. I'm there. Or you can come to a con with us and try to sleep in a night, and that's pretty bad. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. you know. Don't 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 invite our viewers. No, you're definitely about it. So, if you can track us, first of all, I am down to cuddle. Let's clear that up now. What convention was it where we. DTC. Was it SubasaCon a couple years ago? No, not SubasaCon. It was in Charleston. Um, MSBX. It was a game convention in Charleston where we ended up just taking some random person with us to lunch. Oh, no, that happens a lot. Yeah, that, yeah. We, we that just, was like, MSPX. We, we, we made a friend, oh, and then we just, we just like, took them with us oh, to Wendy's. Yes. And then we found out, like, halfway there, they were 16. Yes, dude, exactly. Oh, that that happens. Hey, we're, we're friendly, <laughs> but, like... Please be 18. Yeah. Don't make me... Have Wait, no, are you talking about Ty? Ty was... No, 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 this is oh, not okay. Ty. I'm not going to mention names. Please right. don't make me have to call After Chris Hansen on my son, okay? After that, not mentioning But, yeah, Ty's finally turning 18, isn't he? No, Ty's he's been 17. like 13 for years. No, he's 17. <laughs> he's been 17 for like, we've known him, what, three well, he was years, like 12, four years? He was 12 17 him, for right? all the years. Yeah, then he turned 17. He's been 17 the whole time. Okay, yeah. I mean, that happens when you're Charles. Slapped it again. Our audience <laughs> is growing up in front of our eyes. That's right. Yeah, because we're all old. We're still not famous. No, no I mean legit. Like, we can view there's time. The, there's the title yeah. of our new podcast, Old But Not Famous. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's it's just so us bad. complaining and not being rich. Yeah, right. Well, you know, whatever. It happens. That damn traffic. Yeah. Your kids these days. Uh, no, Cell phones make me make me. Well, hurt. I mean, these days and they're flossing. And that's, that's actually uh, Jordan here, who's with us, but doesn't have a mic. Uh, we saw. He has a mic. Yeah, we, we saw Sonic uh, earlier today. Really, right before we came here, and at least two points in the movie, Sonic flossed. And I don't think I've ever seen Jordan rage out harder at an animated hedgehog. <laughs> Can't stand For the record, it's banned in case in George's oh, yeah, presence. Yeah, I, I said, yeah, flossing is banned. In well, uh, it makes it feel better. We have a dab free zone at work. So wait, you hate wait, flossing? you have a dab? Yeah. Not your like dab not zone. the act of flossing your teeth. The dance. Oh, yeah, <laughs> no, he's like no, completely and utterly against your teeth. Jordan is yeah. pro gingivitis. <laughs> yeah, I'm pro. I didn't black. know that he's gone cavity creep on us. <laughs> we <laughs> made holes in the teeth. We made holes in the teeth. Uh, Sonic, by the way, uh, is yeah, yeah. great movie. Go watch it. Go laugh. Have a good time. And Enjoy. Go to Olive Garden. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> go to Olive Garden. Uh, enjoy Jim Carrey being insane, and uh, the animation being top notch. Yeah, I, I wanted to the, go watch. Brandon, did your computer going to sleep just wreck our podcast? No, it's still on. All right, are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Okay. There we go. I have to do this handful of times. <laughs> You'd be surprised how often we almost lose everything, guys. <laughs> we gotta restart. It's, it's part of the thing. Like, been recording. Yeah, right. No, that's that's happening. That is a thing. You have no idea how much we've lost because Brandon's just like, "Hey, I'm just waiting for Brandon to shut up to start the podcast." <laughs> like, Brandon, we so, have like. 
But speaking of movies, I would like to talk about uh, the two big anime movies that on Netflix recently. First being Mewtwo Strikes Back Evolution. Which yeah, you were awesome. talking about that. Um, so I would say it's it's good. Um, it's it, it's the animation style reminds me very much of Hey You Pikachu and Hey You Eevee. Um, now, my opinion, I actually don't like the animation. I was gonna say, is like, it's some weird people, to get at first. To like, some people, yeah. I will give really it that. Weird. It's like um, the frame rate very smooth. Um, there was no real, you know, it was very well done. It the engine that they used very well supported it. Um, I would say that I felt like it didn't. The fights, the actions didn't have the impact of the original. Um, they're still very well made, but it's like that big battle at the end with the clone army versus the original army. It felt so much smaller. And Mewtwo versus Mew, the actual fight, the moves, and all that felt it had so much less impact. There was less colors, which I get it because you don't have the little lines and the details and stuff yeah. like that. Um, but it's very, it's very much done as an homage to the original. Um, there was some ball, some really badass lines from Giovanni and Mewtwo. One, yeah. one was like a. When you know, he gives Mewtwo his armor, and he's just like, um, you know, what what do I have to do to repay you? He's like, I want you to simply do the one thing everything else in this world does: listen to me. Which yep. I thought was badass lines. Yeah, that is that that is top tier bad guy really lines. Top yeah, top tier. Top tier bad guy lines, dude. I know all about them. So uh, I, I write a lot of bad guys. Like that's my uh, my I don't know. I would forte? say you know, especially since there's a Netflix, you don't have to pay anything. If you're a Pokemon fan, go see it. If you like the original, go see it. But don't be that asshole that compares everything to the original. You yeah. probably will be disappointed, but it's still a good movie. Um, I think it's there's just that element of like that was the first Pokemon movie, and I feel like that was a moment that made or break Pokemon as a franchise. They got but, the same music for it, by the way. Yeah. Same soundtrack. Yeah. I just feel like that, that first movie, because it was a theatrical release, and they pumped it up, and you got that ancient Mew car, and they made a huge deal about it internationally, and that movie would have made or braved Pokemon as an international the franchise. The King Pokeballs with the gold? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, um, I absolutely And so that. what it came down to is that movie had to go all out. It had to be fantastic, because that if it failed, it probably would have taken Pokemon with it. Have you guys seen I Choose You? Yeah. Maybe. What's that all about? Is it just another? It's it's basically a retelling of Ash and Pikachu starting off, but they they have a different um, they have a different path they go down instead. Uh, they wind up meeting people from uh, Alola that have uh, the Alola starters, and um, they... sorry, go ahead. Well, actually, on the official Pokemon YouTube channel, they this have a they it... have... I have a mini series going on right now. Yeah. Um, that is super great. It's about the Galar region, about you know Chairman Rose and uh, B. I think is her name, the yeah. fighting gym leader. Um, as the first couple of episodes, fantastic. Like if you like these characters, want to see more of them, amazing character development. Yeah. Uh, I think the most recent episode had B in it, and it was effectively her and her Pokemon just yeah thriving out in the wild area. Yeah, she lost to uh, the champion. I forget what it was. And she's like, I'm going to take all my fighter Pokemon and we're going to go punch each other in the mountains for a day. And they did. And it's a fun episode. Ballad of Edgardo. And yeah. Voice. And, and um, it is, like I said, it's, it's great. Um, voice acting is good. Um, the animation is very... It, art style is subjective, but the animation is very well done. Uh, I didn't see any problems. Uh, the colors were more dull. But I think in the 3D... Pokemon? Yeah. I think in the 3D animation it has to They did to a be. really good job in the water. Yeah, like, water's yeah. a hard thing to, to know, nail. Netflix has a lot of 
practice, a lot of like access to really solid CGI blending uh, anime. Like they've done a lot of that then animation. Explain what first. happened to Ultraman. Okay, listen. I actually liked the Ultraman. It's good, but that 30 FPS choppy thing agreed. Was killing me. Uh, agreed. Uh, it could be remastered. Honestly, it should have never come out of that. That's still like Ultraman's a Godzilla thing, but like, well, what is this? What's their version of it? Well, so I Ultraman, seen the is, Ultraman is but... a Super Sentai kaiju kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, it's it's um, interesting. It's uh, but it, it, what is it set in the that's set in another canon universe? They, all those weird things. Yeah, but it's alongside someone else. It might even be Godzilla. It's Godzilla. That's where he yeah, came from. Yeah, yeah okay, yeah, I thought no, so. It, it was definitely been a show for instance, like the fifties. Yeah. Well, no, uh, it's its own thing. I'm just saying it's also. Uh, in but in the anime, they just more of the Sentai element, less of the kaiju. They just don't get big, but they have like badass sword fights. Do you like that though? That what? I said that where my friend, uh, she was at a. Work I love meeting. any Godzilla reference. Yeah, well, yeah, she was uh, at a work meeting, and they're like, "Oh, well, you know, write, like write your favorite romance story," and she writes Godzilla on the order. Dude, that, that was the. <laughs> and that was nobody the... gets it, and I'm like. That was Come an on. awesome moment in that movie. But, Godzilla's just laying on the ground, having getting his ass beat, and here comes Mothra, be like, "Hey, bitch!" And the you other, watch out, bitch. but the other one is uh, Dragon Quest: Your Story. Mothra is bad. And it Mothra was, is it's, bad. Uh, it's a movie based off Dragon Quest Five, which you know, Dragon Quest is you know popular. It's done pretty well, especially Eleven, um, and Eight. Eight did really well in America, but it, people don't understand how popular it was in Japan. Yeah, we have we have Dragon Quest to thank for Final Fantasy. There was a law passed in Japan where Dragon Quest games can only be released on the weekends because how many people would call off work and school to go play the new game? Yeah. Like, people would talk about it over the water cooler like people do sports. You know, We do that now anyways with video games, but yeah. But, but like, this was back in the oh, 80s. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, it was, it was the late, or early 90s, you know, like late and, 80s. Uh, this is actually just a general question. Famicom yeah. days. Um, what came first? The first Dragon Quest or, uh, I want to say, uh, Chrono Cross? Uh, oh, Chrono Cross is way after. Chrono Trigger, I think. Chrono Trigger. Yeah, so the thing is, that was, um, Dragon Quest was probably the first JRPG as we know it, mm -hmm. but it's very much different than how the genre was after Final Fantasy came out. Can I take over this one real fast? Alright, so here's the thing. There's this really touching story about why Final Fantasy is called Final Fantasy. It was their last big project. We right? talked about this so many and, times. Right, yeah. And and the, they wanted to do, they'd done a lot of stuff. Square had done a bunch of stuff, right? And so they wanted to do a uh, JRPG in the style of Dragon Quest. And they basically ripped Dragon Quest, but then they gave it a spin that was their own unique approach to it where dragon quest kind of has this focus on the character story themselves final fantasy took a different approach and they they were like what if instead we told a story about the world and this the like the chaos that is in the world itself and less less character centric and more story oriented and the and you know with a bigger focus on uh in, including cool bad guys and cool plot twists and Possibly one of the most overused, but like now overused, but at the time extremely novel plot twist. Spoilers to anyone who has not played or beaten the first Final Fantasy one. You're the bad guy. A game that is probably older than most of our listeners. It is. It's as old as me. I'm pretty sure it's '91. So like, <laughs> I think it's older. Yeah, and I'm I'm not sure. We were talking about Dragon Quest. Is but like, which came first? It's it's yeah. late late 80s at the earliest. Um, uh, yeah, Dragon Quest is 86. Chrono Trigger was 95. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, but. 
what I was saying was like Final Fantasy has a like the plot Final twist. Final Fantasy one was eighty seven. Okay, there it is. Yeah, as a plot twist, right? That is, you are the bad guy, and you set up for this in the very beginning of the game. When you go and kill the guy, at the, he wants you to, right? He tricks you into killing him so that you can become like what he needs you to be. He wants you to be. Right, you kill him. You knock him down. You you kill him. I Garland will knock you all down. Right, you kill him, and his he becomes the sacrifice on the altar. Right, which was his whole point. He wanted you to die there so that when you finish the thing, so he can come back as Super Satan. Right, all of the power in the world gets focused to one spot when you restore the crystals, and that happens to be the t- if you were paying attention, you'd notice <laughs> it's the dead center of the map. That happens to be the temple that you went to and saved Sarah at, the, the princess, in the very beginning of the game. And, like, it shows, because you're, like, up in some flying fortress, I'm pretty sure, when you restore the last crystal. It shows you looking down on the world, seeing the energy go to the center of the world, and then, like, chaos emerges from this temple. It's like, whoa, you fell for it. And I'm like, I really didn't expect that. <laughs> like I was like I, when I did I was like I think I made it fourteen fifteen when I beat Final Fantasy the first the first one I beat other ones before this but I went back and I was like hands down best Final Fantasy but it was the first Dragon Quest um it was very linear it was you didn't have a party it was just you right there was no class there was no change they, every, every time you played it be the same way right? you leveled the same way all that um and the plot was very much you're the legendary warrior go stab the baddie. Yeah, Maddie was basically might have been might as well have been named Evil McBad Guy. He was like, ah, ha, ha, evil plans yeah. for the sake of evil. Right, they weren't really big on. Well, they but, never have been really Dragon big on bad guys. It's campy, it's goofy, it's lighthearted, it's fun. That's its point. You know, it's it advertises itself in Japan as like a bedtime story. Like you don't binge the game. It's like I can't remember the exact phrasing, but it's essentially like a game you would play for about thirty minutes to an hour after you've had your bath. Before you go to bed, while you're drinking a tank of tea and watching TV or something like that, which is why they're primarily on handhelds for the past several generations. Yeah, um, Chrono Trigger was. There'll never be another situation like that. It was the all-star game of a complete epic of Japanese developers. Um, you know, it was a thing where people who worked for opposing companies came together to make this game. Um, a t- curatorial of the artwork, you know, which that's a big selling point. But there yeah. was the two head developers were the guys that were uh, was the guy in charge of Dragon Quest and the guy in charge of Final Fantasy. And there was people from Square, people from Enix, you know, uh, people from Toriyama side. All of these, and everybody who was anybody in the Japanese game developing industry worked on this game together for the sole purpose of making an unforgettable, unique game. And it's that's. With today's market, I don't think that can ever happen again because everyone's worried about contracts and copyright and who owns it and blah, blah, blah. They didn't care at the time. It was still just playing around. It was a toy. It was an art form. Like, let's just make a really cool game. And there's a reason why a lot of people to this day still consider it one of the greatest RPGs that have ever been made. Because it was the passion project of some of the most talented people in the industries ever had. Yeah, no, you know, no. I believe... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, oh no. I was just going to reference uh, Adam. He, to this day, will, if, if he meets anyone new and he wants them to play a video game, either with him or he wants to watch it, he wants to watch them play Chrono Yeah, he tried to get me to do it, and I was like, dude, I've played this game too many Chrono Cross is my second favorite game ever. Yeah, I haven't he, played Trigger yet. I, I learned a song while he, like, at the time frame of him being in the shower, 
right? That he still like appreciated that I learned it. Like I, I was just playing. I just learned how to play guitar. Basically, I was still learning, and I was learning video game songs because they're easy. Like little songs. Like uh, I know how to play Legend of Zelda's, like uh, Zelda's Lullaby, the Song of Storms, the Song of Time, Garuda Valley. Now that ain't easy. Oh, no. But, no. but I can play Garuda Valley. Yeah. Have you seen that video that's uh, Learn to Play Guitar of Herman Lee? No. Herman Lee is the lead guitar player for Dragon Force. That's dope. I and, did know that, yes. Yeah, and it, 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 there's this video. It was like a special edition with their CDs. I was like, yeah. play guitar of Herman Lee. And he's like, you know, this is like the G chord. And he's like, yeah. with that you can... Yeah. <laughs> well, well, anyways, there's a song called Magical Dreamers. Or the sun, the moon, the stars, or something like that. And it's what the Nikki might be. Sounds like some Sailor Moon nonsense. Plays, well, it's what he plays like in the one of the beginnings of the like. Uh, there's a song part where the rock star guy in one of the Chrono games he plays that. Oh yeah, Nick, that's Chrono Cross. Right, and it is Nikki. Yeah, and I thought it was Nikki. And he, uh, uh, Adam was like, I was like, man, Adam, name a song that I can learn. And he was like, oh, let me play it for you guys. Real like quick. this, yeah. Well, he he picked that, and I was like, he was like, it's played on like a harp or something like that. Brandon, shut up, CJ. It's copyrighted music. We we can't do that, Brandon. Guess what I'm gonna do anyway. I'm I'm sure I'm sure somehow Disney will find a way to sue us for this. Disney, he can play a cover of it. But you put long as as long also as long as it's a cover, Uh, it might even be under 30 seconds. It's not a long song. I don't know how. But some way, the mouse is coming for us if you play that on our podcast. The mouse is everywhere. The mouse will always come for us. Oh, shout out to Horror Geeks. That's on plan. Right. Did you enjoy it? <laughs> I hope you did. Sorry. Would so like, you like to learn more? It's in my soul now. Like I learned it, and it's there. And I, like sometimes, if I walk, if I like go near a guitar, I'm forced to play it. But like I learned how to play it, and it turned out to be one of my favorite little tunes to play. And why this is relevant, right? As you mentioned, Adam, the Chrono Cross. It, yeah. along with the Legend of Zelda's Zelda's Lullaby, right? Or actually, <laughs> lullabies I played for my son when he was a like an infant to get him to go to sleep. And, like, so they matter quite a bit to me. And uh, it's just moments like that that, I don't know, makes you appreciate classical gaming and their soundtracks, even if they're not great. But, yeah, no. But the the point is, is that... Not great. Koji Kondo. <laughs> by that, I meant, like, they're not exactly complex. Um, but they they were works of art. And they included moments like that, where this is just this is driving home what this character, why he matters, what he does, what he brings to the cast. Even if it's not like a big battle, like you know. I'm pretty uh, sure that section of the game was right before like the point of no return, right? Yeah. Like like when you go to that, there's this place where it's like time's frozen. There's these dead kids and stuff. Spoiler alert! And that that, all that section happens. Yeah, yeah, spoiler alert! (laughs) Ninety (laughs) four. 96? I don't know. Yeah. But, like, uh, what I was saying was, before all that, when, when I let Eric go talk about Adam, what I was going to, I almost interrupted, what I was going to say was, Kojima fills me with hope that we will see a world that sees video games not just as a, like, profit profitable industry, but also as a chance to bridge that gap between developers again. Like, or so, will be another, uh, like, as a heads up, word on the street is, uh, Konami has reached out to Kojima Studios to have him finish the Silent Hills project. Uh, I personally oh. think you should just buy the buy B and be good. 
Or send a picture of his ass to him. One of those no, two. no, no. I want to see him finish Silent Hill. I, I do. We need to travel to there and just fucking, you know, take a look. Silent Hill? Yeah. Let's go. We're not a real place. It's it is based place. off an abandoned town in West Virginia that you yeah. can't go because the air is poisoned from a burning mine shaft. Nah, it will be fine. Actually, it's not in West Virginia. It's Pennsylvania. Yeah. The, no, West Virginia. It's in West Virginia. like set in West Virginia. But yeah. the, the town itself is not in West Virginia. That's uh, the burning mine shaft. Either way, so there's one of those here, too. Yeah, there is. There are we're going, and we're going to get our hair burnt off. And uh, I forget what the we're going to get pyramid headed, and then like I don't know, like turbo raped by a nun demon or something, because that's hey, what happens in Silent Hill. Hey, CJ, calm down. Well, no, no, no. Okay, <laughs> your joke. But Jordan's like pyramid head was revealed to yes. be the inner manifestation of the character's desire to be punished sexually for his wrongdoings. Not wrong. Oh damn. That's the Andy likes cones. <laughs> he does like cones. I really hope they actually can't hear Jordan, so like his rate of commentary will reply to it. Like, what the fuck's going it's on? It's very similar to the concept I had earlier. A silent gym? No. Oh, man, I derailed us big time. What the hell were we talking about? Dragon, uh, he was going to talk about Adam. Oh, yeah, Adam. Oh, no, 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 that, was, that, that was it. It tied in. Oh, I was saying, so, all right, then I'll go Dragon Quest, <laughs> your story. Um, eventually get him to come on this podcast. Yeah, Dragon Quest, your story. It looks, honestly, if you told me that Mewtwo Strikes Back Evolution and Dragon Quest, your story were done by the same studio, I believe. The animation's very similar. Not the same art style, but very similar animation. It's a movie version of Dragon Quest V. And a lot of people will argue that was the greatest Dragon Quest. It's seven, because they're wrong, but yes. Um, five take, follows the main character over about 20 years of his life. Starts when he was a little kid, um, becomes a slave, he escapes a slave, you know, falls in love, gets married. He kind of does a lot of time skips, so it tells a very good story. And the problem is, there's a lot of plot in Dragon Quest V. And more plot than you could squeeze into an hour, you know, 45 minute movie. So a lot of the stuff gets kind of fast-forwarded. Like, oh, here's a kid. Now he's not. Here's, here's exploring. Well, he's not exploring. It covers the important parts, and what it does cover it does very well. It makes the Dragon Quest world very whimsical and exciting and fun and all kinds of cool stuff like that. You know, but it would have done better as a TV show. Um, and it's just that is, I think, you know, dipping your toes in the water. Oh, maybe Dragon Quest could be a successful media franchise outside of video games, which I hope this does well on Netflix. But it would have been better as a show to include a lot more of the plot. Speaking of shows and Netflix, uh, Castlevania. Castlevania season three. Oh my god! Yeah, that's exciting. Whoa! Listen, I haven't started it yet. It is good. I told you before, like, can't spoil like I've watched all out. the way. Dracula seems oh, like it, it's it, what coming out tomorrow. Uh, it's sixteenth. I thought. It, in, I thought it, it, it comes out Thursday. I, I you know not, what? We not. all have phones. Well, all of us. Mine's right there. Mine's right there. That's too far away. How about told you guy Benton has a phone now? He refuses yeah, to give me see, his number. See, look, I, I, I can't reach it. Wait, stop. Say that again, Brandon. He refuses to give me his number. That's right. I've had a phone since Christmas, and Brandon still does not have my phone. No. I haven't asked because I know the response is going to be so. It's going to be no. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. right. Oh, no, no, no. Although when it comes con time. Yo, baby, let me give them you're digits. You're going to really enjoy getting a hold of me through Messenger because that's the only way. I'm not giving you ben. the number. You're not Why? Because it's a principle. It's a principle? It's oh, my fact. God. I should tell people at work that. No, yeah, you don't. I mean, you can't have my phone number anymore because I don't want you to. Yeah. <laughs> oh, got me so. No, sad. the phone is the principal. This is an anime. <laughs> but I watched. Um, I bet you would. <laughs> my point being, go watch those two movies and go play Dragon Quest. Um, a shout out to my boy Tim Rogers, who's Kotaku. Uh, he doesn't know he's my boy yet because we've never met nor been in the same state at the same time, but he's my boy. He did a 
45 minute review of Dragon Quest XI, and then another 30 minute review of Dragon Quest XI uh, Definitive Edition when it came out with the Switch. And um, he had a very good quote. He said that, uh, he said, Well, I, we, is Dragon Quest XI my favorite game of all time? So I won't say that. But what I will say is my favorite version, my favorite game of my favorite series. <laughs> Castlevania comes out tomorrow. Yeah, I was about to say that. Thanks. I'm looking forward to playing that game finally, though. Stealing my Dragon Quest? Yes. Yeah. Very good. That and Three Houses. I'm going to ruin Very everyone's game, day. But I'm looking forward to both. And then CJ's already said I can't make him say it. So but anyways, it's like... pronounced beef roast. What? I'm not saying I won't say it. I'm just saying you can't make me. Right. Uh, so, yeah. One Dracula? of the most hardcore words in all of, like, Norse mythology is Bifrost. The Rainbow Bridge. Right? Yeah. And, and it is pronounced beef roast. Beef roast? Beef roast. Dude, that's awesome. I love yeah. the good beef roast. Everybody does. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love this. Here, like, you know what? You know what? In one of the mythologies. Arby's, sponsor me, and I will refer to it as the Arby's beef roast every time. Hell yes. It's we'll just talk a about the cowboy hat that they ride out of it. I wouldn't even be mad. Eating some Arby's. some ether behind Valhalla. <laughs> oh, God. That guy. <laughs> Oh my god, I wasn't ready for that. Did I tell this story on air? Or was yeah, it, it was on air. Yes. Oh my, all right, so hold on. Right, possibly twice. So, um, anyways, so what I'm saying is, like, I love that in the Norse mythology, there's this, like, uh, two interpretations to their myth. Uh, one's, like, the poetic prose, one's, uh, or the pro- poetic Edda, and one's the prose Edda. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. And, and one of them is, like, Thor's, uh, like, at the end of the world, during Ragnarok, right? Um, <clears throat> Thor travels back and forth on the Bifrost, and it's, like, burning, right? And, on, like, to leave for the final time, he leaves and it's burning. On another, he walks out of Asgard, right? Because the, the, the Bifrost has been destroyed. And the concept that he's walking out of Asgard, like, walks out of Valhalla for the last time to go fight Jormungandr is just too fucking badass for me to not, when like... You, when you gotta kick ass, you gotta go kick with that one. Like, that's just, like, the moment where they drop that sick beat behind him, and he goes to a fight he knows he dies in. Like, the, uh, like this? The Apollo 13 uh, segment there, uh, where they're all slow walking towards... It's Armageddon. It's Armageddon. You're right. Boom. Got me. Is that the <laughs> one where they go up to the thing and drill it and put a nuke in there? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I remember a really funny story. Like it was uh, was it Matt Damon that's in the movie for just a short bit? My favorite part was it Marvel where uh, um, Stephen Tyler. I think it's Matt Damon. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So he's best buds with uh, Affleck. He was like the, one of the main uh, people. Yeah, um, no, it was it was Affleck. Yeah, Affleck was the one. Remember, happened is uh, <laughs> at one point in filming of the movie, uh, it was a story where Ben Affleck goes to Michael Bay. He's like, "Hey, wouldn't it be easier to train astronauts to be miners instead of the other way around?" And Michael Bay's response was, "Because shut the fuck up, Ben Affleck." And Ben says, "That was just the end of the conversation." <laughs> Yeah. So there's his argument. There's his logic for that movie. Shut the fuck up. That sounds like Pete Michael Bay. It didn't Transformers happen. Six times. And we don't know why. We I still don't know seven. why. The first one was good. And they should have left it at that. Moichandising. Um, Moichandising. I, I really do think we're probably going to use that. Probably. So, Beast Wars movie? Talk? Yeah, Beast Wars. Yeah, you yeah. know what? I'm down for that. Michael Bay Beast Wars. going to get Gorilla Prime. All day. Michael, no, it's just Michael Bay Beast Wars. <laughs> it, he's all, all that, like, the same. It's just Michael Bay. It's, 
Michael <laughs> that, Bay featuring which I'm behind, Beast Wars. By the way, it was like Cranston was it was Cranston that was the like Power Red Ranger in that, right? Yeah, yeah, I thought so. Man, he was so good. Oh, speaking of Power Rangers, we want to talk about. There's a comic going on now. Issue three comes out this week. It's a five issue series. So if you want to get the whole thing, it wouldn't even be that expensive. It is Power Rangers Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles crossover. Dude. It's really cool. Um, it's really cool. All I I'm not caught up, but I have seen the promo- just promotional art, and I see the Shredder with the green Ranger armor, and I, I'm down for whatever nonsense is happening there. Yeah, totally. That's like how uh, Darkseid got the uh, Infinity Gauntlet. Oh yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a mess. It was a mess. But uh, the, the picture, unlike Thanos, he had no problems using it. <laughs> the, the picture of um, of Green Ranger Shredder looks really badass. And it's just a thing of him standing there, a bunch of smoke, and he's like, "If you want your power coin back, come and take it." Hell yeah. Um, speaking of that, point. you know, Brandon, I know um, you even want more guests and stuff on here. Yeah. So I'm calling it out now. I'll say I can beat Jason David Frank and I'm wrestling. But the only way I'll let him disprove me is if he comes on this podcast. You know, I have the ability to tag him on our Facebook. Do it. Do it. If he, uh, he he's can, active on Facebook. He can bring, you know, the fire, the Falcon Zord, the Tiger Zord, the Talking Sword, the Dragon Zord, whatever he needs, but I can beat him. And the only way I'll let him prove me wrong is right here on this podcast. I don't I don't know why CJ is so willing to sacrifice his shoulder mobility after he just got <laughs> it back. I mean, I could go for another surgery, boys. He doesn't believe it. He can come here and disprove me. He's like, believe his scrawny little tiny arm. <laughs> like, oh my god. I can see the pop from dislocation already. I know. I'm over here like, I, I don't know whether... It, it is really... Oh god! It might be the greatest or the worst moment on the podcast. Might be both. You know? Yeah. Because yeah, like, no, it's going to cut the show short, so it's going to have to be either the very beginning. Oh no, no, we're, the show's going on the road. Uh-huh. Like, I'll walk my phone out, and we'll, we in an ambulance. We're going to dox Jason David yeah. Frank. And That's go, right. go find him. People, <laughs> people know who he is. People know who he is, Jordan. <laughs> That's true. I don't know that a nerd West Virginia can beat him in arm wrestling unless he wants to come prove me wrong. <laughs> but yeah, he's going to be. He comes here all the time. He's going to be at the uh, Huntington Point in Comic Con. Yeah, I'm so excited for that. Yeah, that's going to be cool. It's gonna yeah. be cool. It's gonna be cool. It's gonna be cool. Why? Why don't you also uh, challenge to, to arm wrestling the uh, the cast of uh, Breakfast Club? Do it. They'll also be there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't need disrespect. Let's pick something up, right? CJ will arm wrestle any of you nerds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Especially the pizza nerds. Well, I don't remember do why I'm fighting them, but they're on the list. You'll just start your own panel. Arm wrestle me. <laughs> and just like audience participation. Are, are you down are you to arm wrestle people at HerdCon? Uh, if it's Jason David Frank. No. I mean, oh, have you seen me? I'm. I specifically can beat him. him. <laughs> okay. Um. I'm. If we want to make a thing of it, just I'm me still. losing an arm wrestling to like actors from the '80s. Hold on, just hear me out. I can't get over this. It'd be hot ones Jordan, with CJ. Jordan pitched the concept that CJ starts his own panel. That just audience participation. Arm wrestle CJ. <laughs> and I just, I'm over here like, I bet you that would pack a panel room. It would. <laughs> it's just me. Ow. 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 For like an hour. This has nothing to do with fandom. It's like, let's get it, nerd. I feel like this would turn into like CJ being Mr. Satan from Which Dragon Ball Z. Is, yeah. Sometimes it's not about fandom. Sometimes it's Kyle versus Chad and a monster was a can crush off. Like, yeah. It was a wall. It was a wall for a drywall wall. punching. Drywall punching by monster. We didn't see that. I didn't, I didn't. Oh, we uh, missed it. So the, I'm not saying. No disrespect to uh, 
Mr. David Frank, you know. I was a huge Power Rangers fan as a kid. I've been getting kind of sucked back into it. I'm sure he's a great person. I've heard... Dude, he was... I'll be honest. He was my role model for I've heard those days. nothing but positive things about the people that have interacted with him. I love his martial arts ability, you know. But I'm just saying, he'd have to prove me wrong here or there. <laughs> he's like, I I'm going to take that nerd down. <laughs> Is it okay if I put that, like, in all bold in the description? Do it. Sorry, Bring him here to Huntington. It's just the title. Of this put him across the table from me, but he has to be on the podcast. We just, for one episode, we go super clickbait. <laughs> Can I just make a two day? Local nerd calls out Hollywood star. I'm going to rein us in for a second and talk about what really matters, okay? Stop putting Mulan in the jungle. Stop it. We already talked about putting Mulan. I should have told you the story off air because nobody else will care about you, but I'm going to tell you anyway. I was playing with Paul the other day. I played Mulan, and I was singing for like the first 10 minutes, and he's going, CJ, CJ, you're going to have to stop, or I'm coming over there to kick your ass. (laughs) (laughs) What's hilarious is like Paul's smaller than you, like a lot, like a foot and a half, and like 100 pounds lighter. Like he's literally like a left. I would have deserved that ass beating. I wouldn't have been right for me to fight back, honestly. I was annoying as shit. I think the next time we should all be involved. Like, if Paul goes to Mulan and be like, you'll beat his Mulan, Paul? All right, here we go. And we just start singing from the beginning. Wait, doesn't the actual like, movie Mulan come out next next week? Uh, end of the month. Yeah. Yeah. Really like, I think. I'm sort of surprised yeah, Disney hasn't yeah. come claws out at, like, high-res at this point. Well, well high-res is probably... It's, no, I doubt. No, it's a free. Well, you can't copyright religious figures. Right, yeah, right. Mulan like is its own thing, and she's a real person. Yeah, that's true. Well, a folklore character. But yeah. You can't disprove it. Right. You know what's really awesome though, and I can't wait for the Samurai Jack game. Watcha, Jack? I'm looking forward to that. So, do do you think yeah. it's gonna be like like noon from like the? From Egyptian mythology, or do you think it'll be like we'll see a Polynesian destroyer god? Like, what do you think? Uh, you know, I'm more just like we're random dudes. Like, well, we got Mulan, and Kakala's not a god; he's just like a dude. Um, <laughs> Man, I want to watch that show now. But like, what I'm talking about is like the we know who they're who the next ones are through hints. We know Baba Yaga's coming. She's not actually a god or anything; she's just a witch. But like. We know we're getting Baba Yaga, which expands our Slavic pantheon. I mean, I think that's going to kind of be what they're doing. I mean, there's like, what, 2,000 Shinto gods, and then an infinite amount of yokai? (laughs) AMC has Smite? No, but we have a few vampire skins. Chernabog, close enough. Yeah, man, I don't know why we don't have a Chernabog vampire skins. You know, every time you guys talk about Smite, I keep coming back to the idea of, like, bringing Christian... Uh, characters to it. They will not like uh, like angels instead of like Jesus. Okay, and I'm so for the idea of including like, that. Abraham would be. I'll be honest. If they did that, angels would be cool. I want the gold like, of Prague. If we're gonna talk about like ones, Cthulhu so. stuff. Yeah, right. Like they really are horrifying like, and like a wheel with like 17 eyes. On yeah. It. <laughs> I love. I love that you know this. And I'm trying to tell. I'm trying to tell certain people this, and they're like, nah, that's not it. I'm like, dude, I don't know, man. Like, they're so horrifying sometimes, they have to cover their face with flaming. The reason, why the, like, yeah. the reason why they always say, do not be afraid, is because they're terrifying to look at. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, cherubs have, like, lion heads and right. crazy stuff. Be weird, dog. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. Like, I want the weird in the game. And that's the thing. Some people think, actually, that Cthulhu might be the next god. Oh, and dude, like, that'd be awesome. After Bobby Yaga. Well, it's like, there's this destroyer that sleeps under the sea. Like, that's where they're going with this. Yeah, that's like, what Well, it could be Sukiyomi. And, 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 well, no, Sukiyomi comes after that. 
Like, when, Speaking of which, we need to see uh, Color Out Space. Like, oh, here's the thing. Have you, have you seen no. the video? Have you watched the video? Nah. Okay, you should. It's, I guess so. Uh, it, we, we, see, like, we see um, a Japanese cityscape, right? Like uh, an Edo era cityscape with like a uh, uh, moon real big, and it's like, and then the you know the god of the moon uh, is referred to, and it's like, wow, you know, we have no idea who the, the underwater destroyer is. We all know who Bobby Yaga is, and we already called it. Heimdall was revealed and already released by the time this came around. It's but, Godzilla. But, but like, yeah, let's go. But like. Dude, if we have a Godzilla there, I'll play Smile. Well, we have a Godzilla skin. Uh, not good enough. No, nah, I don't know. She rampages on a little playmat and Maybe smacks the... down hel- like helicopters out of the sky. Around Just her, goes, especially... Rawr! Great, yeah. Like, I'm not going to lie. The Godzilla skin's really Godzilla. good. Yeah, Godzilla skin's really good. Uh, but what I say is, like, the the next one is uh, the under the dark god from under the waters. We don't know exactly what it is. We know Sukiyomi because they were like, hey, it's, it's Jason Momoa from and then, DC's Aquaman. Uh. <laughs> You know what? That no, not not Aquaman, Jason Momoa himself. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, we know Sukiyomi. Poseidon and then again. After Sukiyomi. <laughs> just, they just reboot Poseidon. But yeah, I agree with you. It wasn't a bad movie. Right. And and after Sukiyomi, we have this little puffball. And we don't know what it is. It's Hamtaro. It's Hamtaro. I'm kind of hoping that it is something small and adorable. I also wanted to. I've be, never like, wanted to slide gu- down gutters like, be, like more in my life. But what the hell is the name of the Tanuki spirit? Like the big fat Tanuki spirit? Kazooie? No. Mario? No, <laughs> no, and no. Uh, uh, there's an actual, like, it starts with a D and there's a Z somewhere in there. Um, no. Well, uh, Animal Crossing. Speaking of Tanukis. Speaking of Tanukis. Animal Crossing is coming ever closer. Uh, I'm pumped. Go play Animal Crossing. Oh, right. For sure. Yeah. Oh, he is actually. Oh. <laughs> this came out of nowhere. He's like, um, it's going to be kind of hard to show everybody. I don't know why I just now thought of it, but the covers for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Power Rangers crossover looks really cool. Oh. He pulls it out. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, they got like one of the turtles holding one of the Power Rangers helmets. Yeah. And there's going to be five issues, so five helmets. The first issue was the red. There's the blue is two and three is yellow. That is really cool. I missed it. Our podcast is hell, guys. Oh man, he literally <laughs> farted on my leg. <laughs> Rate my fart. Are you still going? Can that be a panel? Rate my fart. <laughs> No, they come into the room. <laughs> they lock all the doors. Well, we need, we need to uh, call it and bring it. We need to like advertise it as a 4D experience. No, I was, got a panel. A panel. A panel. Ben and I can do. Right. I got out. We'll just call it "Why Your Favorite Anime Sucks," and we'll just let someone out of the audience tell us your favorite anime. <laughs> Don't. Oh, you're you're fanning. I was creating a draft so we could yes. have some circulation of air in here. We smell worse every day, guys. Yeah. We live in Huntington. <laughs> yeah. Um, shout out to the city of Huntington for smelling like wet farts a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I love that I've created such division in the table. Ben um, like, we'll and I will just sit at a, in there, pick an audience member, ask them what their favorite anime is, and then we spend an hour making fun of that person. <laughs> that person or the anime? Both. Both. Okay. That person, your anime is trash. That person, we make fun of the person for liking the anime. <laughs> I refuse to make fun of people. I will not do it. I can't However, do that either, honestly. However, I will rip on anyone's favorite anime 
and I probably already have. Let's talk about Sasuke, people. I can spend all day talking about... There's a WikiHow article about how to act like Sasuke. I love that in the FAQs there, right? One of them is like, how many people are taking this seriously? And the answer was, we are all taking this very seriously. Yeah, it's a serious (laughs) subject. You don't have to run away, you're good. I think I think the the worst have subsided don't, from now. Don't come close. He's just gonna grab you. Oh, gonna, I know. He's gonna do it again. That's actually what I like. Come here, buddy. You're not supposed to ruin that, Jordan. I was literally baiting him back into another. Why do you gotta ruin the play? Because I have insight, passive insight. Twenty. Yep. All this bullshit. Jordan's like, I'm gonna spend I'm gonna spend ten of my powerpoints at the gate on a skill that I'll never use. <laughs> well, that's like uh, the, that's one, the, the one time. That's the power man. I played uh, World Darkness. Yeah, took common sense and then never used it. Yeah, never. You never asked the question. No. Right, so here's how this goes. <laughs> it's better to have it than not need it all. Um. So I run video. I run tabletops all the time. <clears throat> I I do it less these days, but I, I used to do like one a week, and sometimes more than that. Because you have a you have a really bad smite addiction. Uh, well, I mean, it's not so much that. I'm also working on solo projects as well. But yes, I do play a lot of smite. Um, you're just mad that you're not good at smite. Hey, uh, okay. Please decide. You're right. Does anyone else remember hey. that time when YouTube came out with an album and Apple just yes. downloaded on everyone's phones without asking? Yes. yes. You talking about YouTube and the and how I can't delete it? Yeah. Is this yeah. there? Okay. That's yeah. all I wanted to say. Back to what you're saying. All right. So, but I've done I've done a lot. I have had several gaming groups, uh, and some of them have been more successful than others. Some of them have ended very badly. Some of them have ended like quietly and poor, you know, pretty well. And, you know, on occasion, they just kind of disappear without actually ending. And that's sort of what happened to the group that Earl and I were in. And Jordan was a part of this. And uh, it was actually a great gaming group. Like, we really, we played for a long time. Attendance was probably the killer. Well, yeah, but even then, the core of the group, you know, being you, myself, uh, Errol, Trevor, and uh, I think... Cub. The, the Cub. Yeah, we'll, we'll count Cub. Yeah, he's pretty much there most of the time. And, you know, and Drew was there for a long time before he sort of receded. But, like, in that run, we had a very, like, solid game of uh, DC Adventures. Sort of Mutants and Masterminds game. Oh, yeah. Which has still to this... I've just translated it, like, I've decanonized it as best as possible. And then, uh, you know, translated it into my Mutants and Masterminds world. The setting of Cyril and all that. But they... Uh, when you get someone to tell you that after like 30 plus years of playing tabletop games, their favorite character they've ever made comes from your game, this is a lot. And Earl's favorite character comes from our Mutants and Masterminds game. He was a werewolf, like a teenage werewolf, right, who was cursed by Sabrina the Teenage Witch originally, right, and for cheating on her. And, yeah, he was the captain of the football team. He was like, a, you know, this heartthrob who became a werewolf and then had to learn to deal with that. And he also had a rage issue that caused him to transform a lot. Are you? That's going to. Okay, whatever. Um, no, we're on an old wooden ship. That's what you're hearing. Okay. But. Uh, yeah, this is our RP hour now. But. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, we did have one of those. The Kill Jester. <laughs> Kill, Kill Jester. 
But uh it's more fucking money. <laughs> but he uh you know he played a character who had the most complications <laughs> I've ever seen on one character. It was like usually you're forced to have two, right? One of them has to be a motivation. Alright, so he had sixteen. Yeah. There was not a moment where I wasn't giving him a hero point for pulling a string on this character. His character was ridiculous. And, but it was great. Like he was he wasn't like he drove the plot almost on his own. Yeah. Right? He had like a best friend who was also his pot dealer because he was like addicted because it helped him control his rage, right? But his buddy found out he was a werewolf because he had a secret identity. And he also had to maintain his responsibilities at school. And he also had this tied up bad like history with an ex-girlfriend who wasn't Sabrina, who was also being targeted by Sabrina because she's a jealous bitch. And which is canon, by the way, that's a fact. Um, <laughs> but like I had to work with all of this and at the same time the rest of the cast was shit like go time. And that's crazy. You ever tried DMT? <laughs> Jordan over here playing, played one of my favorite characters in that game, the Keeper. He was actually a spellbook. Oh, yeah, my, uh, yeah. God, you guys cracked me up. Yeah, sorry. But anyways, I just, it, my point of all this was that, like, I just think about all the crazy shit you guys say out of random all the time. So. Uh, that's a Joe Rogan thing. I don't know that, but it's just, yeah, but it's the fact that he's you know what, Joe Rogan, uh, he's someone else that can come onto the show and prove that he can beat me in arm wrestling. And you he, know what? He, he would probably murder you. And the, yeah, he, he's he's crazy. I love him. Alex crazy. Jones, bring him too. Bring him at the same time. I'll take them both one at once. I don't know oh, if God. I can bring myself to be around Alex Jones. No, you definitely could if this was Meme Central, which that, it would be. I, I think about it. Would you miss the chance? Know, I'm actually to... allergic to memes. It's it's strange. Would you see what would happen? You not want to miss the chance? What would happen if Joe Rogan and Alex Ro Jones were in the same room at the same time? Oh, happen. dude, it'd go viral. Alex Jones is a character actor, though. I gotta say, yeah, he's he's, he's a character. He's definitely like an uh, like a. Or at least that's, whereas Joe Rogan's actually that. Joe, yeah, that Joe Rogan is Joe. Well, Rogan. he's too busy smoking DMT with Dana White. Yeah. I would. I'm not gonna lie. I would. I'd be like, don't do drugs, kids. Why not? Well, yeah, don't do drugs, but don't, don't do drugs. <laughs> I mean, I'm my own person. So. Unless you're, unless you're on Joe. Don't follow my example. Yeah. If you're, if you're on Joe Rogan's I podcast and think you're required to do a drug. I don't smoke DMT, don't get me wrong, get never have, podcast. but I might. Uh, if, 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 I all, if all meme masters general Elon Musk had to light up, put up with uh, Joe Rogan, I'm not I, sure why. I, I, I don't think he had to. It wasn't a matter of having. It was a matter of doing. It's kind of like it's kind of like everyone's if, like, oh god, no, he smoked pot. He's not qualified to blah blah blah. Well, it's kind of like the thing where they him Green Goblin. Is that what we're really doing here? Because he's already said he's gonna do it. Like he, just, <laughs> he has the technology. He's already said he'll go full Green Goblin. I don't know what's wrong with people. Well, I feel I feel like I feel like being in a situation like you're on Joe Rogan's podcast is like I've had conversations where it's like if Snoop Dogg were to pass you a blunt. You, you don't. You don't turn you that don't down. Turn down. <laughs> I don't care how straight edge you are. You smoke that blunt. You're with Snoop Dogg. You're going, here's the thing. You're probably already high just from being within ten foot of Snoop Dogg. That's anyway, true. it is a passive aura, like a paladin. Like how they make you immune to fear, he makes you immune to sobriety. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite uh, meme. Why are we talking of, about this? One of my favorite memes of all time, oh, though. It's called a tangent. It was a picture of. Uh, <laughs> I, I made one statement and derailed the podcast. It was a picture of. Uh, it's actually what ruined that meme's a It was a picture of. Uh, 
uh, what's her face? Martha what? Stewart and Snoop Dogg. I'm like the Black Canary. Just and it was like words. one of these two is a is a uh, is a convicted felon. Guess which one? <laughs> <laughs> so to make a complete like subject change, like I said earlier, Herdcon is uh, a couple days from when you're listening to this. The 14th. Yes, it's on Friday. We'll be there. We will be there. Hopefully, uh, in, not getting my butt kicked by the Green Ranger. Yeah, or like that can only happen on air. That can only happen on air. I'll be recording it if that's a, that means anything. You, you, and, you will never see a cell phone come off. So we have to. We have to have somebody here to spectate and like sportscast the entire event. Only if we can. Yes, ended yes. in his own liver. And in the other corner, also parts of CJ. <laughs> <laughs> What is the remains of CJ's arm? Well, I mean, here's the thing, though. Like, it's like Zach Galifianakis wanting to take a punch with Mike Tyson over the hangover, right? Right, yeah. I'm just saying, I would be willing to take, an, like, a, an ass beating if it was from Jason David Frank, and I got to record it. <laughs> well, <laughs> if he just gets it, if, if I, I would willingly let him just, like, fucking body slam me. If he also stands over my unconscious body and, sh- and you know, does the dragon sword thing. <laughs> That, that I, mean, I think I might agree with you. But anyway, Sardcon. We'll be there. We'll be up with Forgotten Realms Game of Torm, helping them out, have a, uh, a TV going with some with some stuff. Uh, we might have the Smash thing going. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. We're, I don't know if we've talked about that on live, but uh, you'll have to find out. But we might have the Smash Should thing Should I talk going. about it? Yeah. Or? Uh, sure, yeah. Go to talk about it. So Brandon and I had this idea. Because uh, we tend to do a little bit of a giveaway, some viewer interaction, all that stuff. Gets people to stop by, gets us an excuse to talk to you, all that fun stuff. Well, I thought we called it Ace the Amiibo. Is we have been in secret raising an army of just the most rude, unfair amiibos possible. We have like forty of them now. Yeah, it's between the two of us. We have a stupid amount. Um, it's it's probably Almost probably a, war, a red flag that we have this many as two grown adults. It's it's <laughs> easier to see which amiibos we don't have. But so we have this idea of we will have you you, you show up, you enter the giveaway, and you get to pick an amiibo. And if you beat the amiibo, you get an extra entry into the giveaway. Um, and I say some of them are stupid hard. Like, yeah, like, they're just, it's dumb uh, what we've done to some of these poor things. That's actually pretty sick, though. Yeah, but, but we'll be we'll be there with Forgotten Rose Gaming Tournament. So what you do is check out his stuff, buy some stuff from him, enter in the giveaway, and find an amiibo. And then come downstairs to the gaming area and play our absurdity with Ben. Oh, yeah, so I should talk about that. Um, I have the same way. Anything like that in literal months, like half a year? November? Just smite flavor and it'll be fun. <laughs> so, uh... That was the sigh of, I had that coming. Well, anyways. So, I I have worked on some of the stuff, but I haven't actually done like any running of the game itself. I, I'm not saying that it's going to matter. Odds are that I'll probably be a little better than I would have been. I had just been constantly doing it. Towards the end of the season, I was just like... I mean, it's one of those things when you, learn. When you know how to learn to ride a bicycle. You know. I mean, yeah, ride a bicycle, you know, write the story, that kind of thing. Like, you don't ever forget how to do it. Um, but at the same time, I'm I'm coming into this year with a phone. I'll be able to do some clips and things like that. So, like, if I get another moment from HerdCon like I did last year, I'm going to be prepared. Because we didn't get the Breakfast Club moment, but I will catch it if it happens again. I don't like think landscape. That's all I have to say. What? Yeah. Landscape. Like, I don't. You know what? I asked you to record that game and you didn't, and it was a mistake. I couldn't. Mm, you 
I was the only one watching the table. You could have found somebody. What do you mean breakfast club moment? Did Brandon put someone in detention? No, everybody jumped in the air at the the end of the game. Everyone. Fist up. Every single player, like, leapt into the air. I was was in the distance when it happened. Except except the werewolves, because they lost. But everybody else. But they're nerds, (laughs) they they don't count. They they set their start. Oh, no. They... I have this game. I have, like, the fold-up piece of paper from the HerdCon itinerary last year. I have it still, right? And it's got the doctor marked out. He was player one and player 14 right next to him who was pretending to be the doctor the whole game. And, like, that's the game where Garrett did more damage than good as the spellcaster. I miss that, that goofy guy. He'd bring him back, Brandon. I can't. He's in Michigan. I think. <laughs> Let's go drive and get him. There's, there's like, seven of us and one of him. We can take him. Four, four pepperoni we'll find... rolls in a circle? Yeah. <laughs> Is that what you said? <laughs> no, 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 no. Garrett's a, a special individual. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> that so, sounded like a backhanded talk... compliment. So, <laughs> no, 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 no. no, 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 no. If, you probably know Garrett. Um, what were we doing this year? Well, Garrett, I, well, I do want to say, uh, speaking of Garrett real quick, as a shout out to him, um, he tricked Ben into letting him make a JoJo reference character. I mean, it's a mastermind. No, we knew. First of all, the, actually, in Ben's defense, he originally told Garrett, like, immediately, interrupting him, going, no, 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 no. And I eventually but, was yeah. okay with it, all right? I let him do it. That moment when you realize even hating JoJo is a JoJo reference. I, I was, I don't hate JoJo's, I just won't watch it, because every time I've ever tried, it is too dumb. I'll never forgive the Japanese! You, you, now what's funny, you What's funny is he said something similar about My Hero Academia. No, that was... No, I never tried watching that, right? I said that it seemed too stupid for me to try it. Oh, I've tried JoJo. The movie... Four times. The movie, it was in theaters for one day, right? Yeah, Made ten th- million dollars. Oh, so... Sorry to steal your thunder. But yeah, well, my yeah. thunder, it's their thunder. And nobody can steal that. They made ten million dollars in one day. Is it? Where's the canon in that? Is it canon? I, I assume it's kind of like the Dragon Ball Z movies, where they're just so removed from the canon that it doesn't no, matter. No, um, the two heroes uh, is canon, so I can only assume that this movie is going to be canon too. Is it connected? Like, yeah, they're actually where, connected. What part of the story? Because um, uh, I haven't seen the most recent season. Um, all my. The uh, I want to say the Hero Expo. I'm trying to remember what it's called. Happens basically between them picking up their uh, their provisional heroes license licenses and the online fight. Oh, okay, cool. All right, so I can watch this and not have to worry about spoilers. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, then I'm gonna watch that. Like I was, it was the only reason why I have didn't want to because otherwise I would have seen it. Yeah, no. Every time I think about that, I think about Suricon. It doesn't. It doesn't mess with any. uh, How we met all for one. Yep. I've already talked to April. I am going. That's right. We're going through the corn. When, what, we gotta remember. It's in August. We gotta remember to quest off for that. Oh yeah. No, I've so, made. In fact, I've John made... Swayze was the a blast. Yeah. No. His, Dude, his story. The... I'm just like it's. I live streamed it and it's on the. It's on our page still about yeah. him talking about how he accidentally went to a. Uh, hentai uh, panel. Yeah, the hentai panel. <laughs> um, uh, you know what? Before we got distracted, like, I, I was Absurdity. talking about something. Absurdity, yeah, right. So and, what, uh, what, the, the new thing of your time. Right, what we've got going on this, this year that is different from last year is that we have, uh, we'll also be running a game that I come up with that's based on the serial killer concept of like uh, werewolf games. <laughs> where like, yeah. Right, well, I took a lot of tropes. 
and I was I used some other you know uh, inspirations. And, okay, calm down. They're scaring him. So no, I don't. I actually okay. never mind. I'm not gonna do that. I can't. I don't think I've ever got you just to. Quit what you were going to say. I That's can't true. feel fear like normal people, okay? I do feel it. Just yeah, but if you get an elevator wrong, you freak out. No, nah, there's a difference. I Sometimes I get some spikes of it, fear. It went up. Yeah. Ding. No, it, that was... We were on the same floor. <laughs> yeah. That's different. That wasn't... That I was actually mentioned... Uh, that I, was why the... you all my weird... Why does weird shit happen to me when I'm around elevators or in them? Like no, I, that's when I broke the elevator with my intent to not get jumped. Yeah, that was that was Chris there. there. He just yeah. shook the elevator. You're like no, no, no. who got jumped in no. the elevator? No, all right. So everybody was like, and then on the count, Chris was like, and then on the count of three, we jumped, and I was like, no, we had just rode the elevator up. It it didn't it didn't want to work. It didn't go again. We had to take stairs. <laughs> we had Anyways, to take the stairs. Uh, sorry. <laughs> I don't know why it went that way, but that's what happened. Um, and I like we were all there for that one. Uh. <laughs> Anyways, so, <laughs> I dig serial killers, so I took a, the time to make a standalone. What started out as an expansion became a standalone expansion. They can be played with the, the oh, yeah. like, absurdity game itself, but it also plays just fine on its own. Um, it is, Happy Lake is, nothing bad ever happens in Happy Lake. It is its own little uh, standalone little side story of murder and mystery where you are trying to catch the serial killer and possibly a second one. Uh, they have a special power of their own, each one. Sometimes it's the base serial killer and their protege. In that case, you just have to survive getting stabbed. If you're the doctor, this is the one game where you don't want to hit the right target most of the time because if you do, you're dead. Uh, like... I was, I felt like the doctor might be a bit overpowered, and I wanted to set the serial killer apart, so I was like, how do I make a serial killer different from a werewolf? Well, you know, what happens when the hero shows up to save you in a serial killer? Half the time, like in the 80s at least, half the time, they get stabbed. Like, they may survive and come back at the end of the story, but still, you know, usually... It's like, oh, the hero's going to stop him. Stab, stab. Ah! Or if you're Tommy Jarvis, you kill Jason three movies in a row. Okay, yeah. My yeah. name's Tommy Jarvis, and I'm here to kill Jason Voorhees. You know, I don't he did. You, yeah, he did. You can, play, you can play him in the game. It's actually really fun. It's a shame that it got tied up in that legal bullcrap. Um, but it's supposed to end this summer. That lawsuit, they're expected to have final arguments in June, I believe. Yeah, but most will see a sequel. Personally, I think they should have stuck with what their original plan was. <clears throat> because before it was a Friday the 13th game, it was called Summer Camp. And it was just a rotating cast of serial killers. And then they were like, but we got the Jason rights. And then they ran with that. And they got all the way to the end, they put the game out, and they're like, wait, you have those rights, but you don't really deserve them, and you can't really claim them. So here we go. And so here we are. Um, but anyways, and I, I think that they should just be like, all right, new project, Summer Camp, release it, and go with the original concept of rotating cast of serial kills. And like, I think that would have been more entertaining, in my opinion, anyways. It would have never run into the issue. With of, their uh, signature character, uh, Jackson Floorhees. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm just saying it was a cool concept. But I, I have taken some of your favorite tropes, such as Jason. Uh, where if you're the um, brute, which is that kind of character where you can't actually speak, if you speak, you can't kill anyone at night, but if you, if you can manage to not talk, you can kill two people. Now, you're going to get jerks. Please don't be that guy who forces everyone to talk every day. 
and otherwise you kill them. Now, I've come up with quite a few ways for this to not be an issue. And if I were the brute, I'm just going to go ahead and give these tits out now. If I'm the brute, right, if you're the brute, talk. Don't be afraid to just waste a day. Let everybody think that it's someone else. Talk every single day. And then once you've talked a bunch, right, wait a day out, real quiet, sneaky-like, and kill two of those people. The two most suspicious, you know, or two least suspicious folks, either way. And then you wind up with, like, everybody being like, wait, who didn't talk yesterday? And then you're like, I don't know, man. It must have been this guy. I didn't hear him say anything. And run with that. Don't ever kill anybody again. Just blame everyone else for doing it the whole time. So, like, it's just that simple. It's like it's it's not like you got to kill a lot of them to, to spread the fear. All you have to do is take out two of them one time, and the fear will spread itself. And like that's that was I don't, every playtest we've had of it. Everyone's always like the brute's kind of underpowered because all you got to do is make everybody talk. And I'm like, well, you have to run with the assumption that it's a brute, right? And in order to know for sure, you've got to let ever let somebody not talk. And in the game, you can choose not to kill anybody. Under any role. So, like, even if you manage to get away with a day, you don't have to kill anyone. So, like, it's complex. It's harder to play. I won't lie. But the Brute is a good example. He's not the only one. The Charmer has to talk. Uh, there's a few other. I think there's at least one more specific killer. I'd have to look at my role list again. It's been literally five months since I've... You probably should do a little refresher. But I'm going to. But, like, that was in the plan anyways. But um, I'm trying... I think Maniac is the other one. And he has to, like... What is it? He has to try and lynch someone? Yeah, I think he has to accuse somebody every day. I'm pretty sure. But everyone's favorite role in that is the bad cop. 100%. He plays on his own, and it's probably the crowning achievement for me. The bad cop, if they survive to the end, wins no matter what. Right? They win with either team. And they plant evidence on people to make them seem like the serial killer. If they find the real serial killer, they can continuously make him look bad. Right? But if not... (laughs) They can just spend the whole game ruining it for everyone else. <laughs> that actually sounds like a great time. It's a lot of fun. It's I've seen the bad cop be the center point of a of a strategy where if the whole town works together and trusts each other on day one, they can actually end the game. And I don't I don't like that that's a thing, but a fast paced game never hurt anybody. And when everything goes off, there's nothing quite like a well oiled plan coming together, you know. That's just how that is. I love it when the plan comes together. Yeah, he loves it when the plan comes. Yeah, together. we'll be running at uh, I think it's ten to three. Then we'll be taking a two hour break and then finish the rest of the day. And I think it uh, it's like five to seven or five to eight, one of those two. Yeah, I'll probably do absurdity less than werewolf itself uh or sorry i guess i'm I'm sorry i'll probably do happy late less than absurdity Mm -hmm. because absurdity has more roles and is easier to get into but if i you get down there and you're like hey let's play some happy late it's still available for pre-order if you want a print play both of them right both of them are. or you well i mean you can get the print play or you can pre-order because we the only thing we have waiting on us now is uh the art yeah exactly shout out bill you can get the print are we uh which will be updated with art later or i'm still willing to do the special cj edition where they get my Shitty, shitty art. We're for willing an extra to let price. that go. Actually, actually, what is it now? I said we're willing to let that go. Actually, yeah, actually, if you want CJ shitty art, just ask. Yeah, just ask. We, will we got the PayPal. I'll we make you ten minutes to draw every role in the game, and then you can get that. I want that. <laughs> Eric wants it. Okay. I want that. We'll make Eric a deck. <laughs> but yeah, so this I want an addition of both. You can both. get absurdity through our PayPal. You can get contact us. We'll get it to you. 
We have a prim play version that is clean, solid, good to go. We have a version of Happy Lake that's also clean, solid, and good to go. It works with Absurdity. It works on its own. It's a lot of fun. I've never run it, and happy people will be like, man, I was so bored. Like, a couple of people, it wasn't their game, you know? But even people who are like, I don't like Werewolf. I played too much of it. I, I have to stress that I made this version for people like that. So I, I made my version of Absurdity. Like, it is called Absurdity because it is crazier. It's different. It doesn't play the same way. And the rules are flexible. You can play the game how you want to. So you don't have to like have the same werewolf experience you've always had. It's a cult classic and you can have that experience if you want it, you know? But at the same time I put months of time into making the game its own thing. So, you know, you can play a game where it's just werewolves, villagers, and the doctor, or you can play a game where there is a, a single actual villager in the game. Or even a werewolf, there's a necromancer, like a, a witch hunter, and a, like a wolf hunting guild. And then we have uh, plans for other expansions, too. But yeah, there are other games coming out soon. Oh, yeah. I would say but Stay Pop or whatever, we'll probably have You'll probably at least have one or two extra. So, that's the plan, anyways. Right, but, you know, come find us. We'll be playing. I'll be running Absurdity the entire time uh, in the dungeon, uh, which I believe is the Marco Lounge, mm -hmm. right? And uh, staring at the most hilarious picture that's ever been hung on a wall. Yes, look for the big OC TV poster with Ben on it. Yep. You'll, it will point or the prayer circle, as people say. Yeah. As Desi says. Everybody's always like, oh, I always think this is a prayer circle. I don't want to come over and interrupt. I'm like, no, nah, it's not. I mean, there's... I mean, it is. It is, but it's not. You like killing people. Welcome to the comments. Yep. Yeah, welcome praying. to the comments. Oh, that needs to be on a shirt. Well, time to hit the old dusty trail. Right. Oh, God. <laughs> I love that that hurt Jordan's soul. <laughs> I saw his soul suffer a hit by <laughs> <laughs> But for real, guys. Go see Sonic. It's an hour and a half of memes. Yes, and support the people who, like, fixed it. That's that's well, the biggest memes, thing. Memes, and then Jim Carrey being his most Jim Carrey, and it's fantastic. I, I, Make I sure have... you go somewhere in the vicinity of a, uh, of a good olive garden. Okay, yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll want it. It's kind of like when you play the uh, KFC dating simulator. Yeah. You know it's a marketing ploy. Man, do you want some chicken after? <laughs> yeah. yeah, but yeah, like always, you can if you ever wanted to start your own podcast, uh, Buzzsprout is a good way to do that. And we also have a link you can follow that if you uh, create an account through there and have two weeks of podcasts come out, you'll get a gift card to use. So do it. And that, of course, being said, we're not sponsored by Buzzsprout, but they are. We are contract obligated to say that because uh, we're insane. That's not true. They don't want to be associated That's not true. Buzzsprout said not to say that, CJ. It's true. I got an email saying don't say this. We're not sponsored by them is the point. Thank you, CJ. CJ is insane. And also, if you're a power out there and you've been a Power Ranger and you want to be embarrassed on a podcast, come to Huntington, West Virginia, and I'll wrestle you. Even if I don't know which power <laughs> There's like 500 of them at this point, but especially Jason Day's, David Frank. They're actually all the same person. <laughs> it's yep. Jason David Frank and that, that one Asian guy and his brother, and everyone else is just them wearing costumes. Yeah, everyone all, else is CG, dude. Oh, God, I tried to end it and it's still going. 
No, we listen to us having our post podcast conversation. This is the after credit scene. Yeah, this this is a uh, special bonus to you guys. Yeah, no, like, the critically absurd expanded uni- cinematic universe. As it turns <laughs> this out, the, right, this is the director's The podcast is just us turning on the mics for an hour. It <laughs> pretty much and is. Having a grand old time. Yeah. yeah. That's the usual. But, like, if you are wanting to, like, get on the podcast. Oh my god, the air conditioner kicked on and scared us. <laughs> the building collapsed around us. We're all dead <laughs> now. As I was saying, we're speaking to you now. We're so beyond so, the grave. So, <laughs> you know what I'm we are at Coworks, which the Chase Bank down to is attached to this building. And I'm pretty sure the whole building just shook. Yeah, it turned <laughs> yeah, the air conditioner. It's like the gods said, let there be air conditioning. And the whole building is rattled. But anyways, like I said, if you want to join the podcast and talk about what you like, what you've been doing and or what you want to do, or yeah, something out there you want people to take a look at? Uh, Message us. Or if we you want to get you on, or here. if you're just a random guy and want to come bullshit with us for now. Yeah, if you got corn, like come on, podcast, and let's get can, some corn. Can of corn? That's corn with a C. C O R N. If you're no, from the bag, no, corn. corn. Yeah, that yeah. Call it. You're welcome <laughs> with the podcast as well. <laughs> I'm like just repeating. You want to stat? Damn it, guys! For two hours. Oh, I was making sure people didn't think I said porn like earlier. I'm oh, talking about corn. Uh, no, but the the band corn is formally invited to come into our podcast. Uh, yeah, that's true. That's, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, uh, Jonathan Davis on his way. Yeah, it's too late. Oh gosh, what a, I need to end this podcast. I can't end it. All right, I'm just gonna end it now. See you guys. Never end.